0: Welcome what is going on everyone we are back at it today and we are continuing uh, from the last two days of learning how to think for yourself and we're making sure that we are live here on TikTok and um, IG as well. So we got a lot going on here in the quote-unquote studio which is great, and let's see here. Can you guys see me? You can, perfect. All right, so we are live now, and where I want to start is really where I left off yesterday. So what are we really talking about? We're really talking about why you need to start learning how to think for yourself, because for a very long time, you've been told what to think. You've been told what to think, and because you've been told what to think, you don't know um, what is really true for you. And so you want to learn about creating that in your own life. You want to learn how to think your own thoughts and not allow other people to, you know, make their decisions for you, right? Or make your decisions for you. Um, and so this is being recorded. You guys can go back and watch this on our YouTube channel, Devour Darkens. And this is uh, also a podcast, so you can listen to it on Spotify, Google, uh, Amazon, or Apple. Whichever one floats your boat, right? So anyhow, um, if you haven't already, you're going to want to make sure you hit the like button. Uh, Let us know that you are getting value from this show today. That's how you can support. Also, this show is sponsored by the Purpose Conscious University. Uh, This is an online platform that people can access all over the world uh, where we teach you how to start living your purpose. We teach about mindset. Uh, We we teach you how to get the most out of yourself. And there is a free community that you can join so you could start learning how to exactly do that. And you can access that community uh, in the YouTube description uh, where it says join the community. Uh, And also the link in my bio. So having said that, very grateful to be here with you guys again this morning. We do this Monday through Friday. In case for the people who may be new, you don't know what this show is all about. You also don't know why you should care to listen. Well, it's very simple. Uh, It's all about helping you get what you want in your life. That's what it's about. And in order to get what you want in your life, you are going to have to do what? Change the way that you think. Let's actually read that. I have a book over here for some reason. Let's actually read that. And this book that I'm reading from is The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. This book was written in 1903, by the way. Uh, so it's an amazing read. Uh, different language, of course, but I love. I love updating it to today's times, of course. But here's why. Here's why. Your way of doing things is the direct result of the way that you think about things. So if you're a person right now, you're listening, and you know you're not as disciplined as you should be. You know you keep procrastinating on your dreams. You know you keep allowing people to walk all over you. You know you could be doing more uh, and experiencing a better part of life. Why are you not doing it? because it's the way that you think about things somewhere along the line someone probably told you what was not possible what you can't do um maybe you didn't see a lot of success growing up so to think success automatically is not what most people do it's not natural they think failure naturally they think why they can't do something naturally it's natural for majority of people out there to think why they cannot get the things that they want. And that's why their behavior is what it is. Well, I'll read it to you again. Your way of doing things is the direct result of the way you think about things. Not You're not doing it just randomly. You're doing it because of the way that you think. Now, this is very simple, as I say it. You probably have heard, we become what we think about. You've heard these, you know, think more positively. You've heard these statements. I understand that. But my intention here, and really it's a question for you, do you really understand that? What does your behavior say? If you were to look at your actions over the last 24 hours, would you say that you truly understand the power of thought? Do you truly understand that you are in control of you? Do you understand the difference between reacting and responding? Do you understand that you get to choose what you're going to think about? Now, let's say you are not great at that yet. You haven't been doing that. That's okay. That's why we're here. So you can learn how to start doing that. To do things in a way you want to do them, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. To do things in a way you want to do them, to take the actions you want to take, to have a a certain attitude, right? To be able to get things done in the way you want to, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. Why are you not thinking the way you want to think? Because you're giving that up to people around you. You're allowing the opinions of your friends, your family, social media, news, the internet, call it whatever it is, to do your thinking for you. That's what's happening. And by the way, it's natural to do that because that's how we grew up, right? It's not like we were taught, hey, uh, don't value anybody's opinion. No, we're, we're taught the opposite, you know? And so it's very use or it's very natural for someone to become um, very sensitive to another person's opinion, and there is an underlining uh, fact, right? We do care about the people who are closest to we. We do care what they think. It does provide some value, but when you're when you're in the middle of making a decision that would improve your life, that would help you achieve more success, right? Become more healthier, uh, get your finances in order or start that business. When you're making a decision like that, it requires no opinion because that type of decision is strictly based on what it is that you want, not on what someone else else's opinion is on the matter or, or what they think is possible. Um, so let me read that again to you. To do things in a way you want to do them you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. So you're going to have to do what? Change your fundamental way of thinking. Is that something that's going to happen overnight at a blink of an eye? No. But it's something that can happen over an extended period of time through consistency, repetition, and having a desire to do so in the first place. The reason why most people don't change the way that they think because they don't have a burning desire to do so. There's no emotional reason to do that. They're very comfortable being miserable where they are. They become very used to what they're doing. It's a routine for them. They feel comfortable. A lot of people are comfortable living a miserable life. And that's to to each its own right they they have the choice to to do that but my expectation if you're even listening to me right now i would imagine um that's not what you want so you're going to have to change your fundamental way, your fundamental way of thinking and how do you start to do that this is what i want to get into today um is understanding um what you should be thinking about and understanding how to handle these situations and what it truly means to acquire the ability to think the way you wanna think. How do we do that? How do we develop the ability to think our own truth? Which is what he writes next, where he says, to think what you want to think is to think truth regardless of appearances. That's what he writes, to think what you want to think, to focus on your goal, to see what it is that you want, to keep going back to the dream you have in your mind is to think your own truth regardless of appearances. Regardless that you're not there yet today, but that doesn't mean you can't get there. A lot of people, what they'll do is they'll look at where they are today and they'll say, Oh, yeah, there's no way I can get there. They think their current results today is the end all be all. Well, we know that that's not true because of why. Well, life always changes, it's constantly changing, we're constantly growing. And the bottom line here is, if you don't have the right mindset, you won't. You you'll be left behind. It's it's the statement that's very powerful, right? Um, if you don't understand the concept of unlearning and relearning and learning something new, you'll always be stuck in the past, because the world continues to change. And if you don't adapt, if you don't upgrade your thinking, you'll be left behind. And the universe, the world does not care. It, there's no discrimination here. There's always a better way to do something. The, the, there is no limit to your thinking, is my point, to your intelligence, to your potential, to your creativity. And this is why we keep seeing what we're seeing every single day. Some new advancement, some, the new problem that has been solved, right, or the, the, the new solution. Um, a better way of doing something, something that wasn't done before. You know, this is happening every single day in life. So to sit there and think that you can't do that for yourself, that's ignorance. You absolutely can. Because you do have the natural and inherent power to think what you want to think. That's something that God has given us, the tool to think what we want to think. Uh, And this is what we were talking about yesterday. Using your higher mental faculty called reason. You get to accept or reject whatever it is. A lot of people can accept what I'm saying right now or you can reject it. It's your choice. It's your choice because it's a natural inherent power that you have, which is the ability to think what you want to think, but it requires far more effort to do so than it does to think the thoughts which are suggested by appearances. This is what we were talking about on day one. Ever since we were born, we have been trained to do one thing and one thing only. Communicate using our five senses. What we see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. Now, when we were children, we went a step further and we used our higher mental faculty called imagination. And we were all wrapped up in our imagination about whatever it is that we wanted. And we would make stuff up in our mind and And that's how our childhood would be. But sooner or later, someone said, hey, uh, uh, knock off the, the daydreaming. You know, pay attention. And that imagination, the muscle of that imagination becomes weak. And then what happens is you become used to just going based off what you see, hear, smell, taste, and touch and not what you see in your imagination. Most people today... They, they almost chuckle at it. They think it's, it's asinine. It makes no sense to think that way. But what these individuals are not understanding, the pioneers of the world today, the reason why you and I have such a higher quality of life today than a thousand years ago is because somebody's imagination. Somebody along the line was imagining how they can improve our life. Through technology, through services and products, all of that. Someone right now is thinking of another social media platform. Somebody is. Somebody's thinking of a better way to live stream. Somebody is coming up with a better mic. I mean, this is never this never ends. There'll always be something new something that has been invented, something that's been retweaked, something that is better, all because of somebody's imagination. And it literally will change our lives, the way that we operate. You think about like the power of Amazon and how it has changed so much and how we live our, our lives every single day and how we purchase things online. Somebody's doing that. Why? Well, Whether they know it or not, they have the natural inherent power to think what they want to think. And the thing about it is they're all in on this imagination, this vision that they have. So although it's easier for them to think their own thoughts, which are suggested by appearances, they're not going to go based off appearances. They're going to go based off their imagination. They're going based off what they want, not what is today. See, if you live your life based off what happened today You'll forever be stuck in the past. You have to live your life based on what you want. The mistake we make is we think we have to dumb down our personality, our way of expressing ourselves in this life because of the way things are now, because we've been judged in the past, whatever story we've been saying in our mind. Instead of waking up today and acting like the person you want to become, it's who you already are inside. You are a person who is disciplined. You are confident. You are very smart. You always figure it out. You can be very healthy. Um, There's no question that you can attain wealth or or become a master of your finances. There's no question about that. Those things already exist inside of you. The only reason why they're so hard to tap into and make a a part of your life on a consistent basis, it's the way you think. And for many years, you've been told what to think. You've been told what is possible. You've been told what is not possible. And again, not my opinion. How do you know this has happened to you? Well, if you become very quiet and listen to your thoughts, you'll see Or you'll hear that these thoughts are negative and they're saying what I'm saying. They're telling you why you can't do something. They're making you doubt the process. They're getting you to become desperate and stressed out and worry. These thoughts are causing you to feel this emotion of fear and have the anxiety. And then what? Your behavior turns to procrastination. And nothing really changes. So, you know, it is what it is. So to think according to appearances is definitely easy. There's no question about that. You can wake up t- today, you can go to work, and you could see in the last 30 days, your sales were not good. They were lower than the prior month. That's easy to see that and start thinking, oh, my sales are down. Oh, the, this isn't working out. What's wrong? It's easy to think that way. Now, the person who walks in and looks at the sales numbers and says, Okay, what can I do right now to double that? What can I do to change that? I'm not going to allow that to get me down. I'm not going to allow that to define my identity. But what can I do about it? It's two different fundamental ways of thinking. One person's thinking from a place of victimization, if you really think about it. They're thinking like a victim. They're going into blame. They're going into the complaining mode. They're, they're, They're looking for why it happened to them. And the other person's coming in looking at it like a winner. Winners always find a way. Even when they lose, they get something out of it. That's a mindset. That's a different way of thinking. He writes here, there there is no labor from which most people will shrink as they do from that of sustained and consecutive thought. And what he's really saying here is that most people, to sit down for one minute... And truly focus on one thing that they want to change in their life. And to run that movie in their mind. Most people don't do that. Because they have yet to understand the power and the value in that. They they haven't reached that level of understanding. They still are thinking it's the outside circumstances that must change first. And then I'll think positively. If the economy was better, then I'll be happy. You know. If, um, if I made more money, then I will be grateful. If we lived in another city, then we would be healthy. That's all, that, that's lies. That is procrastination. That is your mind playing tricks on you. You're not going to do any of that. Because you're, you're waiting on the circumstances to change. They're not. Circumstances in your life will only change because you changed inside. Which requires what? To think the way you want to think. That's what you have to do. And what I really want to do is get into the price that must be paid for this. Because a lot of people are thinking, well, let me just get into personal development to solve this problem really quick. And what you end up finding out is that personal development, mindset, therapy, meditation, whatever it is. Whatever tool or medium you choose to use, there is no shortcut. There is no short-term fix. For the people who have still been doing it for many years, you probably already understand that this is something you have to do for the rest of your life. Why? Because for the majority of your life up to this point, you have already been told what to think. You've been conditioned already. You have many years of the same thought that's been repeating itself time and time again. And so you have to understand that the same way that it got there is the same way it's going to go away through repetition. And that's a process. That's time. That's commitment. That's discipline. That's having a purpose, a burning desire to be better than you were yesterday. It's only a matter of time. And in fact, if you take this stuff seriously, it really doesn't take that much time, in my opinion. It really doesn't. Like, just picture this for yourself. Just imagine for the next 12 months, this is how long it took you. What if it took you the next 12 months for you to finally let go of your limiting beliefs and you get yourself in a position mentally where you no longer care about what others think of you, uh, you no longer doubt yourself, you believe in yourself, you're taking risks, you're going after what you want, you're living with a purpose, wouldn't those 12 months be worth it versus the remainder of your life? Like A lot can change in a person's life in 12 months, but it just takes their level of commitment, consistency, and wanting the the change to occur. And so it's no secret that in our society, we want everything yesterday, right? We want it yesterday, and we don't want to pay full price for it. We feel that we are entitled to get results that we don't put in work for. I don't know where that came about. I don't know how that idea got into our society so quickly, but it doesn't matter how it got there. What matters is is starting to understand that the, the price you're going to have to pay for this is your daily commitment to yourself, the daily commitment of acting like the person you want to become, thinking like that person, putting in the work. It's a cheap price, by the way. It really requires no money. It requires an irrevocable decision. It's a final decision. You're going to do this regardless. You're going to change your way of thinking. You're going to start acting like the person you want to become. That doesn't really require money. That requires an irrevocable decision. A decision that you're not going to go back on. This is part of decision making that's... I don't think it's ever taught. Even in the military... They, they speak about it to a certain extent, but not in this level of depth. So in the military, the only thing they really say is make a decision. We don't care if it's right or wrong. Just make it anyway. And if it's wrong, you'll learn from it. And if you can't make a decision, just get out of here because you're going to get people killed. That was the main premise But how does a person arrive at making a decision? What is needed to make a decision? What's needed, the prerequisite, is understanding and being clear on what it is that you want. How can you make a decision to step out and take action when you don't know what you want? So you have to be clear on that. That doesn't mean you need to know every single thing that you want in your life right now. What do you just, what is it that you want in the next three months? Or the next six, the next 12. What's just one thing that would really help you live a better life? And as long as you know what that is, it could be anything. I just want to be happier. Okay, that's all you need. I want to learn how to love myself. That's all you need. I want to be healthier. That's all you need. I want to be better than I was last year. That's all you need. So when you are faced with a decision that's going to help you do those things and help you get those things, there's nothing else to talk about. You don't need to know how. You don't even need to know how long it's going to take. You don't know the. You don't need to know any of that. So before you get into figuring out the how, or How much money you're going to have to invest if it is something that requires money. Or what you're going to do next. You can't get to any of those answers unless you first have made a decision. You have to make a decision first. And then those things come about. So. Yes, guys. This is what we are talking about today. All right. So one thing I want to bring to your guys' attention um, is this how do you start developing the ability to think your own way to think your own truth how do you start developing that ability it goes back to getting clear on your purpose in life getting clear on what it is that you want that's where you have to start That's where you have to start. You have to start by knowing where it is you want to go. So once you have that answer and you step out and take action, of course, you're going to have people who tell you it's not possible. You're going to have the news telling you the world's going to end. You're going to have people on social media trying to tell you what isn't possible or why it's so hard. And you got to go back to what you said you wanted. When someone is telling you why you can't do it, it's automatically you should be tuning them out. This includes the negative voice in your head, too, because that voice isn't true either. Right. Remember, I was, I was telling you many years, ever since you've been born, you have been told what to think. That is a broken record right now. It's on repeat. So when you, in your mind, you start to hear this voice tell you, oh yeah, maybe I should wait till after the holidays. See, that's a good one right now. That's exactly what's going to happen to the majority of people. We're going to hit the holidays right now and they're all going to say one thing. I'll wait till next year and then I'll do what I know I should do now, but I'm going to wait till after the holidays. Let's get through all this first and then I'll prioritize myself or then I'll invest in myself. You have to understand that your mind, it's just doubts. It's another way of procrastination. When you don't believe, you're going to find reasons why not to do something. So to start developing this ability, you have to understand that those negative thoughts, that voice in your head, it's not yours. It's not yours and it's not true. And you have to tell yourself that in those moments. Uh, And secondly, you have to be very clear on what it is that you want. And you got to be all in. You have to be at a place emotionally where you're, you're telling yourself, this is irrevocable. I'm going to do this regardless. This is nothing new. All successful people do this. They get, they get to a place emotionally where there is no going back. They're going to make it happen. They're going to figure it out. And that's what you're going to have to do. That's exactly what you're going to have to do. And if you think you can't do that, then you're operating from ignorance because you can. You can do it. And I know, and I can almost guarantee this for majority of people watching, you've already done it before. There was something that you made a decision on that, according to the appearances, didn't seem possible for you. But you made a decision that you were going to figure it out regardless. And you did. So it's no different now. All we're really talking about is really making this a part of your life, making this a fundamental way that you think. That is what we are talking about. So what are some practical things that you can be doing? Number one is you need to get clear on what it is that you want. And I would write it down every single day. Write it down in the present tense. Right. And, you know, The way that I love writing it down is I'm so grateful now that and whatever it is that I want in the present tense. And I would write that down every single day and I would just take time, 30 seconds, maybe a minute to truly think about it, to daydream on it. Because what are you doing in that moment? You're starting to feed that picture that you have of what it is that you want. You're starting to um, cause it to become stronger in your mind, and when you start doing that on repeat, it starts to become an obsession, and that's when it's it's that that's it. Like once you're at the level emotionally where you are obsessed, there's nothing really stopping you at that point. You're gonna do whatever is required. You'll become more disciplined. You'll become more motivated. You'll take the 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 extra step. You'll go the extra mile. You know, you'll you'll put yourself out there. But if you're not obsessed, your desire is very weak. And at one sign of a challenge or obstacle, you'll fold because the desire is too weak. So, how do you get that desire to be very strong and become a burning desire? It's daydreaming every single day about what it is that you want. Write it down in the present tense and take a minute or two to really think about it. Again, this is not told in school, so most people don't do that, right? But if they did, they would find that these things pan out this way, and you do end up finding a way. And by the way, for people who still are not getting it, this is what happens professionally. This is what an architect will do. This is what a plastic surgeon will do. Uh, this is what a, the construction team will, will do. Um, this is what a painter will do. This is what a musician will do. So you have to understand that this is happening already. This is happening already. People it first starts as a thought in people's minds. That's what it does, or that's what it is. Before you paint it, you see it in your mind. Before you create it, you see it in your mind. Before you do it, you see it in your mind. We think in pictures. We just have to develop that muscle of thinking deliberately and stop allowing what we see on the outside to dominate our mind. What we want to be in our mind that's dominated is this dream, the dream that you have. That's what you want to be dominating your mind. That's exactly what you want. So one practical step that you should be taking is writing this goal down in the present tense. And reread it every day and daydream around it every day. It's exactly what you do. Number two, you should be following, associating with people or building relationships with people who are already doing that. That's number two. So let's say your thing is, I wanna become a public speaker. That's what you wanna do. You wanna become a public speaker. Well, first, you need to take the time out to write it down in the present tense that you are one and you wanna see yourself daydream about it of you actually doing it this requires your imagination then what you should be doing is following other public speakers and building relationships with them and finding one of them that really resonates with you and start to learn from them and in a i would say it doesn't take that long if you were to do that it wouldn't take you very long for you to get really good at it. It really wouldn't take you that long. I think when you keep hopping from one thing to another, um, it can be really hard to get better. So, um, that's one, that's the other practical thing that you can be doing. So, in case you didn't hear that, the first thing is what? Writing your goal down in the present tense. That's the first thing. And reviewing it every day and picturing it and and visualizing it, daydreaming about it. Practical thing number two is to go associate yourself with someone who's already there and find a mentor, find someone that you really resonate with. Here's the I think this is the worst thing that we can do to ourselves at times. And it makes logical sense why we do this. But I would say that's not what you want to do. And it's this. Don't go out there and look, if your goal is to be a public speaker, don't go follow a hundred public speakers because they all have their own way of doing it. You'll be confused. I would go follow quite a few to figure out which one stands out to you the most, which one resonates with your way of doing things. And then follow that person and then delete everybody else. Why? Because you're more likely to understand and get what they're doing and internalize it and apply it when you're just focusing on one thing, but when you're trying to focus on a hundred different things, it's, it's overwhelming. And that's where people go wrong. And that's why they, they arrive at this, this feeling of like, oh, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Cause you're listening to too many people. Just listen to one person, max two. And it's just, it goes back to books. People always come to me and say, Hey, DeVore, what's the best book to read? And it's like, well, it's probably the one you already have. That's one. And number two, the objective is not to read the entire book. To, the, the objective is to find something in that book that you can internalize and start applying in your life immediately. And, the, and I find the most effective way to do that is to read a book one paragraph at a time. Maybe one page at a time. I wouldn't be looking to read the entire book. I'd, I would be looking to figure out okay, I, I, I was skimming through here and I found that this paragraph really stood out to me and I just can't help but when I read it, it makes me feel a certain way. That just keep reading that. Don't read anything else. If you were to keep rereading that, sooner or later, you're going to accept and understand what the author is saying. There's a difference between knowing what the author wrote in the book and understanding what the author wrote, wrote in the book. How do you get to that level of understanding? repetition repetition so that's why i say it's best to just if you're going to get the book find a page maybe a paragraph and just reread that every day until you start to see the change in your behavior till you start to see an an experience that you're thinking a little differently because of what you've been reading then you can move on i wouldn't i wouldn't be I, i think i hit the the nail on the head so i digress The point is, is that you want to find uh, someone that is doing what you're doing and you want to just go all in on what they're teaching and learn from them. That's exactly what I did. Everything I know is because of Bob Proctor. There's other people out there that are worth studying, of course. But why don't I just master what he has been teaching? Because obviously he knows what he's talking about. He did it for 60 plus years. He built an amazing company that's all over the world, uh, an amazing uh, staff, the people that work there, the programs, the services, the coaches they have, the best people you can ever meet, for sure. So if he was able to accomplish that, why not learn everything from him as much as possible before moving on? right? And so that's my thinking, and, and I hope and I expect, really, that you're starting to understand that now. So again, the practical thing, number two, would be to find someone that really resonates with you and start learning from them based off the dream that you have. So if it's public speaking, if it's being an artist, if it's music, if it's business, find whoever's doing that and start following them. And what you're going to find, and I'm looking down here because I'm going to reread this to you, you're going to find that they are successful in doing the things that they are doing because it's a direct result of the way that they think. You'll always be able to see that. It's the way that they think, not necessarily what they're doing. It's it's how they think is what sets up what they do. So when you see these successful people, it's how they think, not what they're doing. There are a lot of people doing the same task every single day. One person is getting successful the other person's not why because it's the way that they think that's why that's what it has to do that's what that's what it is so having said that the third practical thing that you can do and i find this to be very very effective (laughs) uh, and, and it's it's almost so simple but again again it's simple to do and it's simple not to do making sure that you put yourself on the hook for going after this dream of yours. So whatever your goal is, whether it's to be a public speaker, to start a business, to improve your relationships with your children, your partner, um, to get that promotion. It doesn't matter what it is. Put yourself in a position where there is no going back that you cannot go back on this decision. I would call it putting yourself on the hook, put yourself in a position where where there's leverage. Now, how would you do something like this? Well, it's not one blanket answer, so let me use quite a few examples. Uh, Example number one would be this. Uh, Let's say um, you want to get a promotion at work, right? And in order to do that, you're gonna have to obviously do certain things, right? You, You already know that. So what you're going to have to do is go to somebody that you truly respect that may be working at the company and tell them flat out, I'm going to get promoted. Now that you told them that and you respect them so much that you don't want to disappoint them, you put yourself in a position where you cannot do what is required. Like you, you have no, no choice, right? So that's one example putting yourself on the hook a second example would, would be this where you um let's say let's say you were gonna buy a house right or you were gonna move and you don't know the house yet and maybe you don't even have the money yet but if you were to invite your closest friends and your family members to your house warming party don't you think that you'll do whatever is required to get that house Right, because you don't want to invite people to this house and not have it. You're you're going to do whatever is required, because you put yourself in a position where you're on the hook, and that's exactly what you want to do. You want to put yourself in a position where there is no going back. It just you just can't. Um, Sometimes it might be a promise that you make to your children or to your partner. You care so much about disappointing them um that you're just gonna go all in and do whatever you said that you were going to do so yeah that is a practical example of putting yourself on the hook all right so now what i'm going to do is get into questions that you guys may have and my iphone back connected so you guys will be able to see the comments over on tiktok all right let's see here and before i address tiktok let me go to youtube and check out our comments there All right. All right. No questions on here, but some comments of saying good morning and hi. How's it going, Aiden? Nice to see you on here. All right. So let's cover some questions. All right. Someone says, I need to travel. I'm looking to raise some money for my traveling. I put things up for sale and offered services, but things are kind of moving slowly. How do I think positively about it? You just think positively about it. Stop looking at how slow it's taking and start focusing on what's what what is good, what is happening. It's really that simple. It's just don't 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 focus on how long it's going to take. I believe I talked about this on Monday. There's a difference between thinking about how and when versus what and why. You should be focusing on what and why. Not how and when. All right, let's see here. Hi from New Zealand. Love it. Yeah, we have people all over the world on this. It's pretty crazy. Can want to be more than one thing. I'm not too sure of your question. And of course, there's no name, so we're going to have to skip that. Uh, Question from... ITEX71 writes, what's a great way to get a mentor? Well, it was what I was just saying, which is to figure out what it is that you want and then start looking for people who already have that. And you'll find a mentor. So if you want to live your purpose in life, if you want a better mindset then, of course, I would be a mentor. If you're looking to go into art, then you need to find artists who are already doing that. Right? That's an example. That would be an example of that. All right? Next question. Okay. So, this is... For everybody listening, this is a call out moment to this individual. They asked me, I have had some speaking gigs, but I can't seem to get more. How can I market myself to book more? So the call out here is. You've been asking questions as if you're not really doing the work that's been instructed. What does that mean? That means that when you said, I've had some gigs, but I can't seem to get more, you're basically saying that those gigs that you had, they don't mean anything. They're of no value. You're not really grateful for them. You're too busy looking at what you lack instead of what you have. And because you're looking at it from that perspective, you don't get the idea to figure out how to get more. When you're thinking that you don't have something, and you're thinking from a place of lack, you, you, it's not a creative state. It's a state that causes you to feel what? Tense, uptight, stressed out. There's no creativity in that. To get yourself in a creative mindset, you have to think abundance. That's exactly what you have to do. So the, the true answer to the question is you need to focus on what, what has been good that's been happening and you need to continue to focus on what it is that you want and the idea will come. There's a thousand different ways to market yourself to get more speaking gigs. So it's not a complicated thing. I think the real question is, do you believe in your ability to do that? Do you have any ideas on how to have better mental discipline? Having a purpose in life. Having a purpose, which you already do, but living that purpose. Uh, Setting goals for yourself. It just requires you to think differently. If you don't have a goal, if you don't know why you're waking up in the morning, why would you change your mental health? Why would you think differently? You wouldn't. There's no reason to. But when you have a purpose for why you wake up in the morning and you know where you're going and you really want to go there, now you have an emotional reason to start training yourself to think better. Can you be interested in more than one thing? Absolutely, you can. Absolutely. I'm interested in a lot of things. But there's always one that I'm most interested about, and it's what I'm doing right now. It's what I'm doing right now. And everybody has that one thing. You may not feel like you have that today, but you do. And it doesn't mean you don't do the other things that interest you. Um, the bottom line when it comes to life is You gotta just focus on doing whatever it is That you want to do And don't try to do a thousand different things You know, just focus on One thing at a time um, Of course um, But the sooner you get around To doing it that way It just makes everything Simple and easier uh, And you just, You're gonna make more progress So you could be interested In more than one thing But I would definitely prioritize the main thing you're going to be focusing on. All right. We got another comment here on Instagram says, hi from Stockton, California. Enjoyed listening to you share what can help us move forward. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. Thank you for joining. We have people on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, So we're looking at multiple screens. So if I'm not directly looking at you, that's why. Uh, Let's see here. How to focus on what I want when I focus on the sense realm. Okay, I think you're referring to how do you focus on what you want regardless of your physical appearances on the outside, right? So it's, it's a... It's The best way to put it, it's like going to the gym. If you do not put in reps, exercise in your imagination, it'll never get stronger. It's really simple what you have to do. You just have to make the time to sit there, get yourself relaxed, and start daydreaming. Start imagining what it is that you want. The repetition of doing that sooner or later will be stronger than you getting connected with whatever is happening guys it's this simple you have the ability to do this what happens when you go to the movie theater you disconnect from all physical reality you don't even you forget that you're even sitting there sometimes it feels like you're in the movie this is your imagination doing that that that's why that's happening my my point here is that If you take the time out every single day to continue to exercise your imagination, it'll be easier to go there when you need to. Um, But if you haven't been developing that, it's going to be. It's going to be interesting in the beginning. But you you can do it. There's no question about it. You just have to practice it. And you practice it. You don't have to stop everything you're doing to practice it. You could practice it while you're driving in your car. You could practice it on lunch. You know, you could practice it while you're doing something that requires, it doesn't require your presence, like washing the dishes. You know, you don't need to be engaged. That's that's a muscle memory. Well, in that moment, you could easily be thinking about whatever it is that you want to think about. Or when you're taking a shower, right? You could be doing it during those times. Hold on, guys. Oh, all right. That was, a, that was a good question. All right, we have a question on Instagram. It says, do you have any advice on dealing with toxic family? Very great question. Um, and I'm going to actually dedicate a show to that. So let me write that down. I'm going to answer your question, but let me write that down so I don't forget. And if you guys have a particular topic you want me to speak on, uh, definitely drop that in the comment section, uh, whatever platform you're on, and I will, um, I will put it in the queue. I don't, I don't usually um, decide on what I'm going to talk about uh, ahead of time. I just start the show like five minutes prior and I, and I figure out what I'm going to say. But let's get back to your question. What is, what is my advice on dealing with toxic family? Well, number one is you're going to have to start understanding principles. Principle number one in life is you cannot control another person. You can't. If you can start accepting that, this right here is going to really work for you. You can't control other people. That's number 1. Principle number 2, you can only control yourself. You can only control yourself. Principle number 3 is you got you have to hold yourself accountable. What are you doing about it? What are you going to do about it? Meaning take taking responsibility. So I can't control if my uncle or my brother or my sister, they're toxic individuals. Can't control that. I can only control myself. So what does that mean? That means when they're expressing a toxic behavior or they're doing something that's toxic, I don't need to give them a reaction. I don't need to get involved. I don't need to do any of that. I can choose to walk away. I can choose to tune that out. I can choose to change the subject in a conversation. You could absolutely choose to do that. If you're in a conversation with one of them and they're starting to go off the deep end on negativity, change the conversation. And if they don't want to talk about anything positive or productive, then just politely end the conversation. Ah. Oh. I got to take care of something right now. Can, can we talk a little later? This is really important. It is important. It's important to keep your sanity. It's important for you to stay happy. <laughs> you know? Um, sometimes we we're, we feel guilty because we're prioritizing our happiness. Th- that is so backwards. You should feel guilty not prioritizing your happiness because you know... Um, That's not the right way to live your life. So principle number one is you can't control another person. Principle number two, you can only control yourself. And principle number three is take responsibility and figure out what you're going to do about it. So taking responsibility means, are you contributing to this behavior? Taking responsibility is for um, example would be, how are you reacting? Are you reacting in a toxic way? You have to take responsibility for that. You have to also take responsibility that you've allowed this to happen already. And you didn't set those boundaries. Why? Because you didn't know any better. Right? Well, now you do know. And now what you got to do is take responsibility for your own actions. And start taking action towards not being surrounded by toxic people. So if you're living at home, like there's plenty of adults that do that and you're in an environment that's toxic, that's every reason why you shouldn't be there. You should have your own place. Well, DeVore, it's inflation. It's too expensive. I can't afford it right now. Well, then nothing can help you because as long as you have a bad attitude on why you can't do something, nothing in this world will be able to help you. But if you say, you know what? This is another reason why I need to get my stuff together. This is another reason why I need to get my own place. Let me start looking. Let me figure it out. Let me get a second job. Let me do whatever I got to do. And if you have that mindset, it will work out. Now, not everybody is living at home like that. That's not your situation. Maybe your situation is you're in a relationship with a toxic person. Well, again... It comes down to the same thing. You can't, you can't control them. You can only control yourself. So the number one thing I always recommend people to do in a relationship is, one, you need to start working on your mindset first. You need to change the way that you react to this person. You need to change the way that you see this person. And if you commit to doing that and that person still does not change, then you really need to be serious about moving on. Most of the time, when you change your behavior, your reactions, your energy, the other person will change. Usually that that is exactly what's going to happen because we are who we hang around. So if you make your energy more stronger by staying positive, in control of yourself, focusing on what it is that you want, people around you will conform to that. It's just through energy. It's just through the... You know, the constant exposure of that. People want to feel better. They want to be positive. But they just may be stuck in a mental prison. And when you got a group of people like that, they're all feeding off each other. But when someone walks in the room with positive energy, and it's a person who knows who they are, it's a person who's confident in themselves, that always rubs off. That would be my thing for dealing with your toxic family is I wouldn't put up with it. I wouldn't tolerate it. I wouldn't accept it. I wouldn't go around as often. There's no reason to do that. All right. How do I get out of the not enough mindset? It's really eating me up. My thing for you, um, and it goes back to, I think I previously told you this a couple of weeks back, but at this point in time, um, you know what to do already, right? You, you know what to do, um, meaning I can tell you what to do, but are you, ac- are you actually doing it? So this is why we have the Purpose Conscious University, right? You know, where you get the coaching, you get the accountability, Uh, You get access to learning how to implement this stuff Um, because I know who you are and I know the questions you've been asking on my show for the last month or so. I know that you're really not technically doing the work in the right way. So I think you're in a place where you need accountability. You need someone to hold you accountable and guide you through this. So if I were you, that's what I'd be focusing on, is what are you doing to get the help that that you need? Now, for other people who may be feeling this way, and this is your first time here, that's just a mental program replaying itself. It's not true. It's not true. Um, It's only happening because somewhere along the line, somebody said something that made you feel that way and it became fixed in your subconscious mind. And so when it's inside your subconscious mind, it's on loop. It's going to be a thought that you think every single day until you go through the process of replacing that idea uh, that's inside your subconscious mind with a positive one. And to do that takes a process, accountability, Understanding. Um, And I think that's why people are not really as successful as they could be with personal development. Because they're not willing to wait. They're not willing to put in the work. They want to do it themselves. And that's a recipe for disaster. Uh, The first Kesha or (laughs) Kashia... I'm sorry for butchering your guys' names. I mean, I see so many names. I don't even know what to say. But your question is, talk about fear. What exactly about it? Fear is a good thing when you understand it. Why do we become scared? Why do we have fear? We have fear because we don't understand something. That's one. We also have fear because usually that means we're outside of our comfort zone. So we're doing something we're not used to doing. So if we were to stop right here and just accept those first two points, uh, fear is not a bad thing. It's a great thing. Now, fear only becomes a bad thing when you don't know how to respond to it and you start allowing it to get you in a state of procrastination and anxiety and really fear again it's it's just based on ignorance you don't know what you don't know so the first time of doing something you should be scared that's great you should have goals in your life that scare you because you've never done them before that's great the mistake you want to avoid when it comes to fear is quitting because you're scared don't do that Don't stop because you feel the fear. Speed up because you feel that fear. Because that means you're going in the right direction. This is not what people were telling us from a young age. When you become scared, they tell you to stop. Right? And so that's what we become used to. Okay, I I mean I think it's really that simple. How can I get teenagers to want to better their thinking and want to educate themselves? You need to remind that particular teenager why they are a, a great person. You need to get them to see the good in themselves. You have to understand what teenagers hear today constantly. All they really hear is negativity. They hear a lot of that. It just is what it is. Information is at our fingertips. And uh, teenagers today are not really told a lot of encouraging things. So what we have to do as adults in the situation is change the way we speak to them change the way that we see them and when you come at them with that energy they're going to respond differently you see as as adults or leaders or mentors or parents when you try to go in there and force that ain't going to work that is not a sustainable approach when you go in there to force children or teenagers to do certain things that is not sustainable what you have to understand is you got to try to treat them almost like an adult you need to educate them but you can't educate them by telling them let me give you let me give you a great piece of advice and by the way this is um this is something that's going to be a workshop inside the purpose conscious university we have we will have our first workshop coming up in the next two weeks. So if you're not a member, you're going to want to become a member. Where I'm going to take. Um, I'm going to be taking at least three days. To go in depth about. These topics. I apologize. I did not have this uh, this page up. I kind of already know it by heart, but I wanted to see it. Um, But for example, one of the workshops would be on improving your communication as a parent. So anyways, here's what you want to do. You want to ask, not tell. What does that mean? That means you want to ask questions in a way that gets your child or teenager to say what they need to do. You shouldn't tell them what to do. they're, They're not stupid. You just have to understand the way the mind works. When a person says out loud what they should do, they're more likely to do it. But if you tell them what to do, they're more likely to tune you out. So what you want to do is ask questions in a way that gets them to say out loud that they should uh, learn how to think. That they should do personal de- development. You know, that that they should... Um, better themselves. It can't be your idea. It's got to be their idea is my point. Now, how do you get them to even say that? Well, you got to figure out what it is that they want. And that is the biggest mistake we all make in life is we're so busy, focused on what we want to get out of people that we forget to help them get what they want. And that's why there's always this constant conflict in relationships, because one person is so focused on what they want, they don't put any attention on what the other person wants. Well, when you start to feel like what you want doesn't matter anymore, why would we have a conversation? Why would you trust me? Why would you want to work with me? You wouldn't. And this is from teenagers to adults to older people. It doesn't matter who it is. This is a a principle all over the world. If I feel like you're not, you don't have my best interest in heart. If if I feel like you really don't care what I want, you have no interest in helping me. Why would I help you? And if we can really start to understand that, we can go anywhere and get anybody to do anything because it's always going to come down to getting an understanding of what they want. And when we understand what they want, now we understand how to speak to them. Now we understand what's going to get them excited, what's going to motivate them to do what we need them to do so we can get what we want. We have, to, we have to understand what motivates or what drives a person's behavior is their emotions. That is what's driving your behavior. It's how you feel. It's your emotions that control your actions. So if somebody is talking to you and they got you excited about what it is that you really want. Well, you're in a positive emotional state. You're ready to to, to do something about it. You want to take action. But when you're in a negative state, you don't want to do anything. That's 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 some timeless advice that if everybody would start adopting um They would be one of the most valuable people who walk in a room. Uh, Let's see here. It's hard to do it alone. Ask for help. Whatever that looks like for you. Exactly. Everything makes sense now. I love it. What do you do when you start to revert back to your old ways? Um, well, I think that you shouldn't be, I, let me put it to you this way. If you are following the principles that I'm talking about, like if you're actively in a, uh, like you have a mentor or a coach, you're actively working on all this, you really shouldn't be reverting back to your old ways. You should be progressing. Um, if you're finding that you keep reverting back to your old ways, that means you don't have the right understanding yet, you probably don't have any accountability, and you definitely are not clear on what it is that you want. Uh, after working with hundreds of people, that I know this to be very true. If someone keeps going back to the way things have been constantly on a consistent basis, they don't understand yet. They don't understand. They don't know what they want. And they're not there emotionally where they're willing to do whatever it takes. And they definitely don't have accountability. So I I don't, once you discover more of yourself, there is no going back is, is my point. Once you truly grasp these ideas and you start to internalize them, you won't go back to your old way of thinking. It just isn't possible because it's like you've been exposed to this new way of thinking and your mind is like, oh yeah, this is more optimal for us. It, it won't want to go back to this old way of negative thinking all the time. You'll, you'll become more sensitive to it. So if you're, if you're finding yourself going back to your old way of doing things, it means that it's not a habit yet. And it just means that you need more understanding and coaching and mentoring and accountability and consistency. And get this, it's not that much. It doesn't take that long. Uh, You just have to make an irrevocable decision. That's a great question, by the way. Uh, Let's see here. That's how I felt when... uh, I think your sentence cut off there. Uh, Let's see here. Jessica asks, how do you sign up? Yeah, if you go over to my YouTube channel, uh, you'll see a uh, link to join the Purpose Conscious community. Just click on that and you'll get free access to the community. And um, when the workshop is announced, uh, you'll get the information to sign up for that. But it hasn't been officially announced. I'm just kind of giving you guys a heads up. And the first one, the first workshop we're going to do in the university will be on the subconscious mind. That's exactly what we're gonna do first. All right, let's go back to YouTube. Uh, I don't want to butcher your name, so I'm gonna. Are you reading the YouTube chat? I am. What's your question? <laughs> What's your question? All right, so let's recap because we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. For the last three days, I covered this topic on how to think for yourself. If you just joined for the first time today, you can go back and re-watch those on my YouTube channel, which all you have to do is hit the link in my bio, or you can listen to them on Spotify, Google, or Apple Podcasts, whatever floats your boat. But I would highly recommend that you do go back and you re-watch these three uh, episodes because they're all tied to each other. Because I found the only problem really, if there is one in the world, is ignorance. What are we so ignorant about that it's an issue? We are ignorant about how to think for ourselves. Nobody taught us. In fact, what they did to you is they told you what to think. And through the repetition of doing that, it's not natural for you to believe that you have the power to think your own truth. You have the power to choose what it is that you want to focus on. That's not really natural for someone to think about. So over the last three episodes, we were, we've been discussing that you've been told your entire life what's possible, what is not. And now is the time for you to wake up and start realizing that that's not true. That you're the one that gets to decide what you believe to be true in your own life. If you believe life is hard, it's a struggle, that you have bad luck, that things are against you, that um, things are not going to work out, then that is what you're going to set yourself up to experience. Because when you repeat things like that in your mind, when you repeat thoughts like that in your mind you're basically telling your subconscious mind to only pay attention to things that match what you've been saying. That's exactly what's gonna happen. Now, if it can happen for the negative, it can happen for the positive. So instead of telling yourself that, why don't don't you just start telling yourself things are working out, that you are getting better, um, that you're gonna figure this out, that you are grateful, you know, and you're going to change the way that you feel. And that's going to lead to a different experience that you have in your life. It really just comes down to a habit, changing the fundamental way that you think. Most people naturally think from a place of negativity. They think lack and scarcity. It's normal to do that. But to live a life where you're happy Not because of what other people are doing. Not because of what other people are saying. You're happy because you're being your true self. You're happy because you have purpose in your life. You know why you wake up in the morning. You know where you are going. You're happy because you no longer are trying to copy everybody and seek validation and approval. In order to get to that level, you have to think your own truth. You have to learn how to think. You have to start learning how to make your own decisions. Majority of people don't know how to do that. Nobody's fault. It is what it is. But maybe the last three episodes has been a great time for you to finally wake up and see that, hey, I can make my own decisions. That you can think what you want to think, regardless of whatever is going on. That it doesn't matter who the president is. It doesn't matter our state of inflation. It doesn't matter what's happening on the news. It doesn't matter what your uncle is doing the only thing that really matters at the end of the day is what are you doing right now to live the life that you want? What are you focusing on? Because time is going to go by. And we know for a fact that we don't know when our last day is here. It could be next week, next year, 10 years. Who knows? You'll never know that. But what you do know is right now is the only time To start thinking for yourself. To start practicing it. Start training yourself. And when you do, you're going to become your true self and people around you are going to change for the better. Your family is going to be better. Your relationships are going to be better. Your decision making is going to be better. Everything is going to improve. I just imagine if every area of your life right now improved by 10%. How big of a difference would that make for you? That can easily happen in the next seven to 14 days just by changing something about the way that you think, whatever it is. And today's show, I gave you some practical steps to be taking. um, And one of those I feel is really important, which is to focus on uh, what it is that you want. Write it down in the present tense. Daydream about it. Use your imagination again. And to keep doing that, because every time you do it, you're feeding it food. And it's going to become an obsession one day. And that's exactly what you want. Because at that point, you're going to do physically whatever is required. You're going to go take action. The second thing today was about finding a mentor. Finding someone that is already doing the things that you want to do. And studying them. Because it's the way that they think is why they are where they are today, not necessarily what they're doing. There's a lot of people doing the same thing, but getting two different results because it's based on the way that they think. That's what's going on. So you want to learn how that person thinks. You want to learn how they respond to things, how they approach things, because that's the source of it all. Uh, Just those two alone is going to change things for you. So, again, if you didn't hear all three episodes, you can. You can go back on my YouTube channel. You can go back on my uh, Spotify or Google or Apple podcast, and you can re-listen to them. All right, guys. We're going to end it here. Uh, If you want to access my YouTube or any of that, it's in the link in my bio, by the way. Um, And... Um, You guys can find me there. It is my name, Devori Darkens. And that's where we're going to end it. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow on the show. Take care.